Hey, hey, and good day. Welcome back to my guest list pod. My name's Darren, and this is the show where the guests on my list get to have some fun with their favorite list countdowns, and we get to know them and their work a little better. And today's episode is a real fun one. I don't think I've laughed this hard and for this long on an episode ever. So I think you're in for a bit of a treat. Pam, Sarah and myself tried to get this episode done a couple of weeks ago, but we had some issues with our computers or I don't know exactly what it was, but I couldn't hear them. But that has all been rectified now, and we got this show done. The girls shared a microphone, and we had a little bit of an issue with Skype here and there, but I, I, I think that's not really that noticeable, and the content of what the girls put forward and put out was uh, more than worthy of making up for any issues we had with uh, the audio. So please sit back and relax, enjoy the show, and uh, I hope you laugh as much as I did. We might as well voice to match. We might as well all just go about our days because China has a (laughs) sooner or later you're gonna end up on TikTok whether you like it or not. Welcome back to Don't Tease the Animals. I'm Sarah. Ooh, I'm Pam. We are coming at you live. Listeners, hold on to your hats. This is going to be a fun one. I'm both excited and a little scared. My guests today are the hosts of an immensely funny show recorded out of the newsstand studios in Rockefeller Plaza, New York. Each week, the hosts of Don't Tease the Animals tackle a relatable topic in their own inimitable way and play a couple of games based on that topic that are often quirky but always hilarious. Pam Riley and Sarah Armstrong-Brown offer up a joyous milieu of insanity and comedy and give their lucky nine listeners more than their money's worth on every episode. They're friends, co-hosts, bedazzlers, and leaders of the potpourri renaissance. They offer, they riff harder and faster than a Joe Satriani masterclass. Grab your tap shoes, your nuni, and find a nice end table to settle under, as I welcome the very fancy Pam and Sarah onto my personal guest list and onto my guest list pod. Hi! Oh my God. Thank you. I'm worthy of that. Picking up my jaw off the floor. Thank you. Thank you for having us. No worries. Look, I'm just happy that my dog is definitely going to bark during some of this. (laughs) That's fine. It's just going to happen. I'm so sorry. Not a problem. My hand now. It's not a big deal. She's she's providing ambiance for us, so it's all right. That's right. That's great, guys. I. Ladies, I'm very happy that we can finally do this. So uh, it's obviously we had a, a false start before and uh, we have no idea what happened, but I'm really, really happy. <laughs> I'm really, really happy that I can get down and talk with you because I enjoy your show uh, a lot. It's really, really funny. Um, I, I can't remember. I think I found you guys on Instagram when I was looking through uh, just, you know, other podcasts. And I came across, and your your title of your show was unique, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give it a listen, and <laughs> and um, 
immediately I thought, this is very funny. And uh, I, I thought I'll, I'll be listening to it a lot more, which I have. I've listened to a lot of your back catalogue. Oh, my uh, God. So. You're, the, you're number nine. We're so excited. That's it. I'm number nine. I'm number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're number four. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's very hard to read the analytics sometimes. We have no idea. <laughs> I never look at the analytics anyway. The analytics anyway. So, look, guys. I guess the best place to start would be give us the Pam and Sarah uh, elevator pitch on who you are, uh, where you came from, where you grew up. Look, I know already because I've listened to all the <laughs> shows, but everyone that doesn't, uh, let's uh, let's hear about it. You go first. Oh, thank you, m'lady. <laughs> um, I'm Pam Riley, uh, originally from Whitehall, Pennsylvania, moved to New York for college, uh, went in and out on uh, – theater tours and gigs and was lucky enough to meet Sarah in Colorado. She's the little sister I never had and always wanted. And um, We've stayed friends and we live just across the bridge from each other here in the dirty jurors. And we're still, we're still banging it out in a very different way. Pandemic threw a curveball at us, yes. but it was the best thing to ever happen because I pitched an idea to Sarah and she finally caved. <laughs> and yeah it's true she wore me down it's- i couldn't imagine why you'd have uh, any sort of reticence about doing something like this together you guys are so natural oh yeah. thank you oh. well it's so funny oh. you say that because the podcast actually was pam's husband's idea Nick, mm. from the very like the very first person to ever utter you should do a podcast together was her husband because we were sitting and having like couples game night or something one night and we were playing one of these you know, back and forth card games. And we were just, you know, razzing each other like we do. And we crushed and like the we husbands. All, yeah. And we crush the husbands, of course. <laughs> but um, like we always do. And we have this very, like, kind of easy flow about it. And I think the sister, the sisterly vibe is the only way to really explain it, where mm-hmm. it's like we give each other a really hard time, but it's all out of love. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's not something that you really can do a lot of times. Like, girls sometimes take things really personally. So it's not, <laughs> it's still rare to find that. So it was kind of funny. I was like, I, I can see that. He was like, you you guys got to do a podcast. He was like, you guys start with a blog and then totally record. It was, yeah. Um, but yeah, she, and then she was like, yeah, I'm totally in. And I was like, ah, the internet is I was scary. Like, <laughs> and then pandemic happened. I was like, I'm really busy. And then the the pandemic happened and I was like, okay, well now I don't have any. <laughs> no, no excuses. Exactly. Yeah. Something good like that coming out of the pandemic is great. And I think a lot of people have started their shows because of the pandemic and I guess New York and surrounding areas really copped it hard initially in the pandemic so you guys were tucked away for quite a while so hey why not do something I guess with all the spare time and like you said no more excuses. Yeah and it's really funny because we never actually recorded our podcast together before um, before working at newsstand um, because neither of us obviously were vaccinated that was in the height of the pandemic. New York was a very scary place to be mm. New Jersey too. And so we were kind of like, we're just going to stay in our houses and figure out how to make this thing work. So it was, it was an adventure, but it, it was great because it kept us creative and it kept us kind of artistically fulfilled. And we got a chance to just chat with one of our, you know, chat with our best friend every week. It was yeah, great. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and what's your, Sarah, where, what's your backstory? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I jumped ahead. My name is Sarah Armstrong <laughs> right. Brown. Um, I grew up in the Roanoke Valley in Virginia. Uh, I went to college for musical theater. Um, I 
kind of have performed all over the country. Um, I did a bunch of regional stuff where I met Pam. Um, I've lived and performed in Chicago. I've worked in LA a little bit. I've performed here in New York and, uh, that's mostly my background. And then a few years ago, I got really deep into voiceover, which is the way that I make my living now. Um, so the podcast is a very natural kind of side hustle, hobby, fun thing to do stemming from that. Um, yeah. So oh, it's fantastic. really fun. It's a great job. I get to go into my bedroom and be sometimes an elderly turtle or <laughs> a mom of seven kids. You know, it's fun. Every or, day is something different. Or Angelica from Arts and Crafts. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you are ever in a bad mood, listen to that. I tell her all the time. I was in a really funky mood today, but I scrolled her Instagram well, and played Angelica. Special and- lady. <laughs> She's actually not my favorite. My favorite was your drunk valley girl from the uh, <laughs> from the cruise. <laughs> oh yeah, she was. She was blitzed by Ryan. And Pam, I, I must admit, um, one of my favorite uh, voices f- uh, of yours was from that that same skit where you were the cruise director and you were the most. <laughs> High, high paced action, like way too much, way too much coffee. <laughs> we have a good time. Yeah. We really do. Yeah, you can We're tell. We're morons. We're morons. It's yeah. really <laughs> No, you, no you're, very ta- you're very talented. And it, the, the dynamic between you two in terms of it's natural, it's friends, just having a laugh together, that's what makes the show absolutely fantastic to listen to. And the fact that you're talented helps but <laughs> as well, but it's just a very, very natural, which is great. I, I do have to ask, the show, I have an idea, sorry, the show name, I have an idea why it's called Don't Tease the Animals, but that was blown out of the water when I went back and what, when I went back and listened to your first ever episode and there were oh two pictures, <laughs> the two pictures of you in your onesies, which, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're trying to go for vintage vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, was, it was um, individual pictures of us at, in our Halloween animal. Um, costumes from childhood and we each had dressed up as an animal and I was a dinosaur. I was a mouse. You were a mouse. Yeah. Okay. Is is that yeah. where the I show name came from? Dinosaur is like a reptile. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> is that where the show name came from? No. No. So I actually, it's so funny because when you look at all these podcasts, everybody has their shtick or you know their vibe going in, and I think we actually, I came up with the name, and then we built the vibe around the name. <laughs> I had a fixation yeah. with don't tease the animals because I knew there was one or more ways around it. And it just, it worked with, you know, kind of the idea that I wanted to embody like sex in the city meets, you know, Seinfeld. And then they have a threesome with tonight show. (laughs) So it it kind of, it kind of worked, you know, Uh, which I don't know why we didn't just use that as our title. Right. But that has evolved. I feel like like, this is what it is, and how do we do it no, around? No, yeah, it totally, it totally was was. That's exactly what happened because she was basically like, "Cool, we're going to do a podcast. And it's going to be called Don't Tease the Animals." And I was like, "I love the name. What the hell is it about?" 
And she was like, I don't know yet. Let's figure it out. <laughs> That's why I got you. I'm You're the brains. I'm the mouth. This is going to be a fun ride. And we're going to figure it out together. And she was like, I don't have time for that shit. No, it was great. And and we kind of like had all of these iterations of, we made like four pilots. Oh Aaron. my like, God. It was so ridiculous. Because we basically were like, okay, how do we tie in animals? Is that no. important? Blah, 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 blah. No. And we did all of these iterations. Like at first we, we had this <laughs> terrible idea that we were going to have guests every episode and that we would assign that guest an, animal? a spirit animal. Because we're a zoologist. <laughs> explain yeah. why that person is an animal. And we did a, a trial run with our friend Michael Lazarus, who did end up being on the show in the um, Red Blazer uh, uh, Guide to, guide guide to, to City. Finding He's a realtor. And um, he was hilarious. And we, we were like, you're like an owl. And then very quick, quickly, we were like, this isn't, this, this doesn't work. work. It's yeah. not a, it's not a thing. And he was like, an owl. <laughs> <laughs> you're really going extremely literal. Yeah. You need to stop. Yeah, Stick we to were like, you know. let's, let's just kind of like have it be a thing. And so now we're kind of like, oh, the guests are, you know, the guests in the audience are like the animals and, you know, the games are the teeth, yep. kind of as like a loose, kind of vibe but really I think it's just a great title and we just kind of have fun it kind of follows the vibe of the show where it's nothing's too serious like we don't take it too seriously it's just for fun and lighthearted, and we just want to make people smile so that, look that's fantastic and can I tell you where why I what I thought it was Please. oh my god okay. yes so you guys before I went back on your back catalog and listened to all those shows I knew you were in uh, newsstand studios at Rockefeller Plaza, and from listening to your show, I I, I know that people can look in and see you. So <laughs> I thought you were the animals. Oh. And you know, when you go to the zoo, they tell you not to to, to actually tease <laughs> yeah. animals and or fish and things like that. Don't wha- bang on the oh, side of the that? grass and things yeah. like that. So that's I what I that. thought was. Look, we're in here. Don't tease yeah. the animals, sort of thing, because you can see I us. Oh my god, Darren! So we're gonna be stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Copy that. Copyright that on the official anthem. Our local. Well, that. that, that, I love that, and it's so and it's so funny because now we're in a temporary space where we're literally at street level on 51st Street in the middle of Manhattan, and there are some characters that walk past that in the best way, best way possible. Like for instance, yesterday we were just recording a guest, um, a pair of uh, a pair, a couple that's really good friends founded. Pam that co-founded a sex toy, sex toy. company mm-hmm. and we're here sitting there talking about vibrators and like this parade of like a Children. family with like six kids <laughs> I swear to god all with like Legoland bags just walking past us and looking in and waving and we're like, <laughs> sound bites are like ah. you have no idea what we're talking about but you're super cute we're just gonna wave at you. yeah it was it's hilarious, and I love that explanation. So thank yeah, you for that. Thank you for that. We'll sound much better on uh, interviews to come. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. We'll give you credit everywhere. Oh, look, no problems. It's, it's it was just look something I noticed, and uh, you want to use it? Not a problem. All good. <laughs> um, what I was going to say, because of where you are, and because of that setup with people able to look in and things like that, what's the funniest thing that you've actually seen or someone's done while you've been recording? Is there anything that's happened that's been? So we, um, they always do tours in our uh-huh. first studio. Yep. We were in, uh, the other side of the plaza in the other, in the, um, further south building and, um, still played a glass. Everybody could see us, but a group tour came through, uh, two younger guys 
Yeah. And they came up against the window, <laughs> like pressed like the pressed glass. against. They were it, like a high school, like group. hot breath, and then like drew like hearts, and we were like, <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, we like, thank, uh, thank you. Uh, somebody's gonna have to come and clean clean that, that up. <laughs> like it was really. I was like, don't put your mouth thank on you that. So much. Do you listen to the show here? We wrote it down. We put it up against the window. Yeah. Uh, um, cool. High school. High school tour groups are probably the highlight because, like, oh there God, was a crowd around and they crowded around. Yeah. And it's so funny because it really makes you feel like you're way more important than you are <laughs> and because they're like backs to us taking selfies with us, like through the glass and stuff. Oh, that's like, cool. I was like, I mean, it's kind of like you feel a little bit like the Beatles, but for like no reason at all. And it's just really fun. <laughs> we tried to take a selfie, but there were too many kids. Yeah, it was fun. We were like, oh, wow, this is intense. We always joke, like, we're competing with Today Show. Um, we're open to that. <laughs> we are so open to it. It's a We're really fine. It's a really t- close competition. It's a tough market out there. Right <laughs> hey, well, I for one would <laughs> rather listen to you guys than the, than the oh Today Show. Oh, so. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. We're not I think that's the funniest one. I think that's the funniest one. Okay. Fair enough. Wow. Um, I do want to ask you about the unofficial third member of your team, Joe. Joe. Joe, he's so bad. I wish Joe was here. Ah, Joe, he's so pretty. Um, uh, Joe is actually the brainchild of Newsstand Studios. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. He pitched pitched to the uh, corporate real estate firm that is um, that operates Rock Center, and you know, said he could put the space in. Um, Got a a baller radio background. Mm -hmm. He is. So ultra aware of all the new trends and every kind of wire, audio. Um, he kind loves of wire. Every wire, he's got every wire. He knows all of them. He's every, big on wires. I think we've brought out the kid in him because oh, yeah. you know we're part of a very we're part of a very uh, exclusive group at Newsstand Studios. We're the only comedy podcast, so he can he can kind of loosen up and play mm-hmm. around. So his new thing, he's. If you listen to the show in the beginning, you know, Sarah used to be drunk with power. Now Joe <laughs> is drunk with power. Every sound, you know, we have conversations a week prior or the day of, like, we're talking about this today. I thought about this sound. You know, yesterday we went in and he was like, wow, sex toys, what? And I was, and Tara was like, like, how, how do, do I do that? I didn't even think of that. I was like, we need a buzz. We need a flutter. We need a rumble. We need this. Like, he was down and he came through with he always oh, yeah. goes above and beyond that is joe oh yeah and, um, he, and i think he has a really good time with it it's like his creativity gets the chance to shine as well okay and he you know it's really funny we invited him to be a part of an improv game and he was like that's where i draw the line no thank you <laughs> and uh, you Don't know but otherwise, yeah, yeah he's a really good sport i mean he'll he lets us poke fun at it yeah him. we ch- is, we let him chime in sometimes yeah he's, he's sometimes the voice of reason uh, very often wise he's, sometimes he breaks up the fight sometimes right. we learn about him that we would oh, oh, we're like god joe you have a past and it is ridiculous and hilarious yeah. and we're like how, how did we not well, how would we know that yeah but, but he, like our disney episode he chimes in with just this jab <laughs> the last time he went to disney he was a senior in high school and he was basically tripping on acid. Mm-hmm. And we were like, whoa! I remember that. Not the same experience <laughs> that we had. I remember but I we... understand that that would be very interesting. Oh my God. Just so funny. I remember when we first drew him in, it was a 
I think it was the spa episode and or no, it was the chores episode and we gave him like a laundry list of shit to do. And he was like, is like when we were done, he's like, so this is how it's going to be. You're going to like peg me for like, that was our very first episode recording with him. And he was such a good sport. Oh my God. He barely knew each other. He was great. Yeah. He was super great. That's fantastic. That's good to hear. As I listen to the episodes, you hear him come into it a little bit more and you hear him actually say something rather than, I guess he's just nodding at you guys, but now he actually chimes in. Maybe, you know, he's the tiebreaker sometimes on certain things. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm like my mom instinct kind of chimes in because I'm always like looking out for him. Like you can hear me in the episodes be like, Joe's looking at us, like wrap it up. (laughs) Yeah. just like the Wayne and Garth like count in where he's like three, two, and then yeah. the silent one, and he like points at us, and yeah. I'm like, oh, you're ra- you're so yeah. radio, it's so fancy, and I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also like this kind of ongoing thing where I like to imagine like little Joe being like this. Oh my god, you're sick. Where he's like always wearing like a black turtleneck, <laughs> and like that's how we like, met him. Nick, like, and I just imagine him having these intellectual like existential conversations with adults. I, 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 I don't know if that's what his childhood was like, but in my mind, that's what it was. It was okay. nice. Yesterday, I saw him out of work. Because after... Whoa, in the wild? Um, the wild. I saw him... <laughs> wow. In the wild. Just outside the studio. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we did... Um, American Ballet Theater had an event last night oh, to, like, right. support live theater coming back to mm-hmm. New York. Um, and um, I didn't know this, but the ballet actually used to perform at Rock Center like eons what? ago and like last night was like a culmination of like they've they're back like we're back pand- like pandemic is we're getting past it like live theater it's to celebrate like a return of the arts and such and mm. he was out with his wife oh my god i met her she's pregnant and so sweet oh, and, oh, oh my nice. god they're great amazing yeah, it was funny uh, that's great, guys. Uh, fantastic. I, I, I knew I had to ask about Joe because, as I said, he's becoming a little bit more of the show and, and he's great too. So it's, uh, and your interactions are fantastic with him. So it's, it's really good. It's a good part of the show. So, um, awesome. we, I do ask all my guests to count down a list, uh, from a topic. God, I'm so ready. Let's do it. So this. your, yes. your topic, if you'd like to introduce your topic to everybody. Well, we chose buddy movies. We chose, yeah, yes, we did. Very good. Because we're buddies and we like movies. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, so it's buddy movies. Who would Boy like to go Mark. first? The lady. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Okay, so, so I'm so going ten. My, my tenth. Your tenth. My tenth. Like number ten. Place one. Number okay. ten. Number ten. I'm gonna go. This might be a little off center for buddy movies in in the definition of them, but I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, Green Book. Okay, you're gonna do. Oh, you're gonna have to do wow. all the heavy heavy lifting on that one because I have no idea what you're talking oh. about. <laughs> oh, um, absolutely. I um, am totally gonna mispronounce his name. Vigo and it's Vigo and Mar. Uh, Mar- Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. Yeah. And Mar. So, oh my oh, god! You're not gonna say it. Uh, I'm totally gonna butcher his name. The actor who won the who won the Academy Oscar. Award. Mahershala Ali. Ali. Oh, okay. Yep. I know who you yeah, mean. I know, I know that, that I mispronounced it. That is a good one. Oh, my God. And it's such a beautiful film. And the only reason it's not higher for me is because it's not, like, the funny buddy movie. Wait a minute. Of. Okay, Darren, you don't know this movie you said? No, okay. I don't. No. Okay. You so, Vigo is hired as a driver. 
and um, he's like a, he's like a New Jersey like tough guy. He's used to working for like the mob, right? And he's hired as this uh, as this uh, Mahershala. I don't want to Mahershala. He is sure that's uh, like outstanding jazz performer. Jazz musician. Okay. He's like, like he's got like but doctorates, and he's very but smart. In the sixties, in the fifties, when you know segregation yeah. and Jim Crow were still, unfortunately, a very big part of um, of the United States history at that point. And his tour is all in all the in south. south. Okay. So it's Viggo Mortensen's job to kind of make sure he gets to gigs on time and make sure that he Spice is protected and safe. Yeah. yeah, it was, and like they, film. they're very private. They're both very private. But um, and Vigo Mortensen gets to kind of confront some of his internal racism that he didn't necessarily know that he had okay. um, wow. through this like friendship that he forges with this very sophisticated. Yeah, towards the end they like have man. Christmas dinner together. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. Fucking great. Yeah. It's a great movie. I would have not my pitch. <laughs> that does not. Oh, I don't know the candles either. But the rest of the ones that I have are comedy. Like I said, it probably would have been higher, <laughs> except it doesn't really, it's Thanks not really that, like, genre of, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or but buddy movie. Let's yeah. just get the serious one out of the way first. But that's, that's cool. Movie, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, um, uh, my number 10 is It Takes Two. <gasps> Olsen Twins. Okay. Oh, Again, I haven't oh, seen that one. That's number 10. <laughs> oh, okay. it's, it's basically, like, Parent Trap at summer camp. Yeah. But with... Kirstie Alley and Steve Gutenberg ending up together <laughs> okay. because of and and the kids are Michelle Tanner. Strangers. It's very bizarre. It's it, there is a woman that has gum in her hair for the rest of her life. So uh, it's just it's it's down there on number ten, but it is a great buddy movie because they work together. Oh, it's so great. Um, I totally agree. With it that. does not compare to Green Book. Cinematically speaking, maybe no, not, but like nostalgia. Not. Is real with that one. <laughs> okay. That was a great. Okay, great. so we pick, we we managed to pick two buddy movies that Darren did not know anything. Go to your number nine. Go to your number nine. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Um, not a problem. My number nine. I'm. I guess I'm gonna go. Um, Ricky Bobby. Talladega Nights. <laughs> Talladega Nights. Wow. <laughs> Ricky Bobby and, and John C. Riley. If you're not first, you're last. Cal Cal Norton Jr. <laughs> Hell yes! If you ain't first, you're last. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Oh hell yeah! Dear sweet baby, eight pound two ounces. It was a man. He had a beard. Oh my god! Sorry, Darren. That's all right. And Sasha Baron Cohen in that movie as well. That's a funny movie. That's a funny movie. So great. That's a good one. So hell yeah. Okay, great. I love that. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't want to make this number nine, but. Uh, I'll go there with you. Step brothers. <gasps> so oh good. my god! Did you just become best friends? So yes. <laughs> you so know good. it. And they make bunk, adult bunk beds. Oh, oh my god! The, the worst Hilarious. bunk beds so ever known to me. <laughs> <laughs> so many activities. Oh my god! So great. Oh, I I, okay. I must admit I I uh, I like how he asks him he asks him uh, to sing. <laughs> and yep, his reaction. Yep. Your voice is a voice combination is an angel. of and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even look at you right now. It's so good. 
best line in the movie. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah, it's 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 good. Well, I I have three boys, so those uh, sorts of movies they love that sort of your stuff. Your life is the Catalina Wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so good! The, the greatest drum solo ever known to man as well. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. hears you, you're fine. Yeah, no, it's okay, go that, ahead. that's a legendary movie. So what are we at? Number eight? Now? Number eight now. Right. Oh, number eight? Okay. Or no, seven. No, no eight. eight. Okay, JK. Um Oh man, there's so many so many good ones. Don't here. take any of mine. Don't look over um, here. I'm gonna go again a little off center, but I'm gonna go the intern. Wow! Oh, okay. Excellent! Anne Hathaway. Wow! Yeah, that's, 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 that's oh my cool. god! So endearing. Yeah. It is very endearing. I would want Robert De Niro to be my oh my father, slash intern, slash marriage counselor, slash slash babysitter, babysitter slash driver, yes, slash, slash mentor. Uh, on how to be alive. What what is that? Jujitsu. Uh, tai Chi. Tai Chi mm-hmm. master. Thank you. I just yeah. love that pairing. It's so unexpected and so delightful. Exactly. And that's what, compared to what you've just chosen, the dynamic between those two is a lot different, and uh, yeah. but still really enjoyable. So, yeah, yeah definitely. So good. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, you make me look a dick. Um, okay. My number, this is number eight. I'm going to go twins. <sighs> oh, classic. Oh, get out classic. of here. Oh, my God. So Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito. Oh, driving cars so on the side good. at their finest. It's great. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, That's and a- like wooing the ladies in like a dive bar and their matching outfits with their thrusting pelvises. I love it. <laughs> yes. So good. Yeah. Look at a classic buddy movie. Uh, is, now, is that is that 80s or 90s? 80s. 80s. 80s, 80s. Yeah, 80s. I thought it was. Yeah. Late uh, 80s, though, right? But, Late 80s. Yeah. They dated each other, and then they found out that they were related, and Danny <laughs> tries to manipulate it, and it comes full circle when they find their mom, and oh, they love each God. other. So great. It's one of those ones Which where one of those ones where Arnold Schwarzenegger. I thought he was actually pretty good. Uh, I liked his his comedic yeah, timing oh. was pretty good. And yeah, pretty good. All right, no, number seven. Yep. Okay, number, number seven. seven. I'm going to go, um, this is a very iconic one, and uh, people will probably get mad at me and think that it should be higher, um, but I, I'm going to, I have more favorites than this. I'm going to say Jay and Silent Bob. Oh. Oh, my God. That's a great one. Yeah. Kevin I think Smith. it's okay. There it is. So yeah. You probably have, like, and only because that, that style of comedy isn't necessarily my style, but yeah. their dynamic together, like, cannot be denied. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah Jason and, and Kevin are, are pretty, uh, you know, like, they've, been together forever and uh you can't think of one without thinking of the other to be honest so yeah for sure absolutely <laughs> that's so that good. That's a good one. Silent bob i love it so much um okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna align with that i'm gonna go dumb and dumber Ooh. <laughs> well that's a good buddy Gary! Uh, <laughs> <Lloyd>. <laughs> oh my god so good i would do that with you i would get match i would get Matching tuxedos yes. and show up like yeah, idiots and I love that. Yeah, we should do that as like a publicity stunt. I love that. That's perfect. Yeah, right. I think it's right <laughs> up your alley, guys. I think that'd be fantastic. So, and you have to arrive in the in the car with the big ears. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. very very on brand. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Exactly. <laughs> Here you go. No, that's great. Honey, oh my god. Okay, so we'll just take a little bit of a break and we'll be back in a sec. 
As a new podcaster, one of the annoying things I have found about trying to collect the reviews you get for your show is that Apple, for example, only show you the reviews you get in the iTunes store of the country that the review is made in. So if someone reviews my show in Canada, I won't even know they have reviewed unless they tell me. And I won't be able to see the review unless I log into that country's iTunes page. And honestly, that sounds like a lot of hard work. However, I recently signed up for a service that aggregates all of your ratings and reviews from a number of sources and displays them for you all in one place. Not only that, but they also offer a link for your podcast that automatically displays only the rating and review platforms compatible with your listener's device. So people don't have to wonder or search for how and where they can rate and review your show. Go check out mypodcastreviews.com. And I'd be grateful if you could please use my affiliate link when you join to let them know who sent you. It's in the show notes. And if you want to rate and review my show, you can go to lovethepodcast.com slash myguestlistpod. Now back to the countdown. And we're back. And all right, so we've gone from 10 to 7. I I do want to get to know you guys a little bit more as well. So uh, I wanted to ask you, as entertainers, I've heard some stories, especially the story of where you guys met in Colorado. What's been your favorite or your best job as an entertainer? Oh, man. That's really tough. You go first. No, I (laughs) It's so hard. That's such a tough question there. That's a great question. Um, it's funny because I feel like, so for me, because my background's mostly in musical theater, I would probably say it would be one of my like roles in a musical. Okay. Um, but each role gives you something so totally different because okay. you're in, you know, so it's really tough. I'm, I'm going to, I did a production of, I love your perfect now change. Um, which if you've never seen that show, it's extremely funny. It has totally stood the test of time. It's all about relationships and love and dating. Um, and it's a four person show, but each scene you're a different character. So it was like, it was this just really, really awesome, um, creative experience and a super fun show and amazing cast. Like just great. Okay. Is that yeah. based on a book or a movie or something? Or is it just a, an no, original screenplay as original uh, a- play? Yeah, it's an original, um, original musical, I believe. Okay. Oh, man, but I'm pretty sure it was just out of the mind of, of a couple people. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look at that. We're, my wife and I are going to see Moulin Rouge, uh, for her, uh, oh, her birthday. So, so good. well, hopefully oh we God, are. So good. Depending. Yeah, here's hoping. Holy <laughs> depending, God. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So, so good. We, we started, we, we, we've seen, um, uh, cabaret and a few other uh, musicals together. That's sort of like our, we don't get a chance. Although the boys are getting older, we don't get a chance to get out that much together and do sure. things like that. But we're, now that the boys are getting older, we're, we're going to start doing a lot more. And she loves going to see, uh, musicals and plays and things like that. So, uh, well, something great. we'll probably do a little bit more of now. And, uh, yeah, I booked the tickets as soon as it was available, uh, and for later in the year because, who knew what was going to happen? Right. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, but fingers anyway. crossed, it still it it goes up. Uh, yeah. That would be so great. Yeah, it's a spectacle for sure. It's it so is beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. It's one of the most stunning shows I've ever seen. It's oh amazing. great, fantastic. Um, wow. I don't. I don't know. Don't be mad. I didn't say chorus line. It, that's I'm not mad. I, I think so I got hard. the I got the best out of you for that because <laughs> I kept you. Um. Oh God, it's so hard. I I worked in some seriously amazing places. I had a sit down. I had a sit down in Missouri, uh, Maple's Rec Theater in Macon, Missouri. Um, 
it happened very suddenly. I did not think I was going to book it. And when I booked it, I, w- I got my contract and it said all these different roles. And I was like, wow, I need to do my homework. I don't know any of these shows and this is going to be great. Uh, but season? the contract was only for like a certain amount of que- a weeks. And I was like, I'm not understanding. And then my roommate was like, rep. it's rep theater, wow. Pam. And I was like, uh, and so basically yeah. I am rehearsing a show while I was putting up another show. Okay. And then while that show was in production, I was starting to learn another show. So when the other show was ending, the other show was going up so and like, then I was starting to learn a new one. I was contracted for three of the four shows in the season and it was a round robin of, okay, we're doing oh this show God. tonight, this show this <laughs> afternoon, and we're going to tech that show tonight. And it, it made me a, uh, my, made my brain stronger. So it, would you do like a two week run of each show and then move on to the next one? Or was it like rep where you would do like no, one show on Tuesday, a different show on Wednesday, a different show on Thursday, then go back to the first show on Friday and then, no, I think it was once Sweet Charity. Oh, so once Sweet Charity was up, I was in rehearsals for our show. So it's place. like stock and then situation. Uh, Sweet Charity was over after uh, four weeks, and then I Arsenic had two weeks left, right. and then I started teching my favorite year. Yep, yep. And I finished Arsenic and Old Lace after six weeks, and then I finished out. So I was doing a, a matinee of Sweet Charity, and then a night show of Arsenic and Old Lace. Uh, daytime Yowza. Arsenic and Old Lace and uh, Night Show, yeah. my favorite year. So they ran, oh wow, that's insane. Yeah. So they ran wow. concurrent yeah. a lot of times. So yeah. did you ever get I was any- like, this is awesome. That's fun. <laughs> I was 23 years old and I was like, yeah, I sleep when I'm dead. This is dope. <laughs> I love my life. I was making good money. Uh, and I, uh, that was, uh, I mean, all of, listen, all of those shows, when you rehearse for a show and you're with people for a certain amount of time, it's mm-hmm. that bubble, right? I think that's what so I, close to people oh, I so loved quickly. it so much. And I, I question sometimes like, oh, I must be a really bad friend because I haven't kept in touch with a lot of these people that I was so close with. But in reality, you're in your own bubble. And then you go back to the reality yeah. of, you know, they don't live in New York. They yeah. In reality, in just, they don't live yeah. in New York. They're a local in Colorado. So, I mean, it's, it's hard. You do your best to keep in touch, but life happens. Well, and also in reality, you really only knew those people for two or three months. Right. And then you go back to your life. And even though you do become very close with them, because oftentimes you're working 10 or 12 hours a day together and then sharing an apartment, your mm-hmm. house together, you're sharing a company car, you go grocery yeah. shopping together. I mean, it's like, it is like all in. So you learn, it's almost like a survival yeah, right. it's and like being on the cast of The Bachelor. Because otherwise, like, it could be a truly heinous experience. Yeah. You don't get along with everybody. Uh, that experience, that, because it was so intense, yeah. it could have gone either way. I loved my time. I still remnant, like, God, I wish I could go back. Mm-hmm. I was asked to go back the next uh, fall, and I had already booked something else, and I had to say no. And I it broke my heart mm-hmm. to say no, because yeah. I had grown so close with the artistic director and the people directing and the people who did the music, but also the town. Mm-hmm. I, for a while there, I lived with a family until my housing was ready yeah. because there was an overflow of actors, obviously yeah. with all the shows. And then also doing, uh, because the artistic director was from there and he had gotten this, he had gotten the space. It was a, it was a national landmark. It was the Royal theater. And it's along this one little drag with like, there's still literally like a general store and you sit at the bar and you have, 
a float or whatever that was adorable. <laughs> Family owned a furniture shop and a cinema. <laughs> they were so involved, and the community. And was what was adorable. the zip code, and how many people were in the town? I mean, and my identity is still there. It's it. It sounds like you either come out a stronger performer or with PTSD. Uh, it's a combination of both. Well, and like, quite frankly, you really do rely on the, the kindness of strangers because I have friends that, that have quit theater because they've been, they've been in a situation where the people are just terrible and not nice. And they say, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to spend my time around people like this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, but if you just go somewhere else, like you'll find new people and there are nice people, I swear. But it's tough. It's really a grab bag because sometimes you get, for the most part, when you're working in professional theater, you get really, truly spectacular, wonderful people. Okay. And sometimes, yeah, you know, not that. Not the. <laughs> we are both very fortunate. <laughs> very fortunate. That, that very never happened to us. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> million percent. Sarah's soapbox is it. Soapbox is off. I'm off soapbox. We had a bad so do I, but we are very fortunate enough that doesn't happen. That's good. Well, I won't ask you about your worst uh, experiences then because obviously uh, yeah, we, you want to put those to the back of the mind and forget them and just uh, concentrate on the, the good uh, the good memories then. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I would have a hard – again, I'd have a hard time picking out a worst experience because I think it's more of like aspects of each job yeah. were like the worst. Yeah. Like I did a national tour once where it was – you know, we were in a new state every day. So we would we would be on the bus for eight or 12 hours in the morning. We'd get to the theater, arrive straight to the theater, go into tech, do a performance, go to some crappy motel and sleep in a sleeping bag that you brought with you because oh, the motel was so bad. And then you get to the hotel around 12 o'clock at night after you've done the show, struck the set because you're moving on. Uh. And then you get a bus call at like 4 a.m. See, I did the same thing and I loved every I loved, minute of I it. I loved it in a lot of aspects. It was a very, it, I was exhausted by the end of it. I, I, I was say you would be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, one, of, one, one of those is enough for me. Yeah. And there were like other ones where I did dinner theater and I had to wait tables and like clean the toilets after I did the show. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, it's like there's just this broad range of like different experiences that you can have um, that are just. And, but that's also kind of what makes it wonderful. Like you yeah. hear about people. Oh, I paid my dues. And it's like, well, I did all of these other things that weren't necessarily my favorite, but I did them so that I could have this experience with these amazing people doing this great show. Yeah, and performing character building, so totally million <laughs> percent. I guess I just have select. I, I have like a selective memory, and well, on tour you just drink your way through it. That's the only. <laughs> way. <laughs> I'm joking, Darren, but I'm real. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I I don't know. There were aspects of contracts that were hard for me, but. Sure. I don't know. I don't have a worst contract. There were, I mean, there were sad parts of my contract. I remember, um, it's so funny. Like it was really hard doing the contract. I was in New Hampshire on a contract with a guy and it was a straight, it was a straight comedy play, no music. Um, and where we were, Oh my God, I felt like baby and dirty dancing. It was very (laughs) picturesque. Meredith, New Hampshire, stunning, gorgeous, Winnipesaukee Playhouse, absolutely oh, breathtaking. Gosh. Oh my God, it's gorgeous. And it went from an 86 seater black box, and now they're in a barn in Laconia, and they've built their way up. It's beautiful, it's gorgeous. I loved my time there. Having said that, the guy I play opposite of just 
we just did not oh, that's rough. get along. And I was like, I don't have a problem with you. He, we just, but we faked it till we made it and we shared a car and Ooh. I made the best of that time because I made friends outside of the show and that kind of kept me. Um, okay. That's rough. That's yeah. rough when you're not, you know, when you don't have a connection with someone. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dollywood. I did a oh. show with Dolly. Yeah. And then at the, that's, that was theme park. I had never done that's that tough. before. So they compare tough in work. when you do the shows, when you get cast, you know, they compare, Oh, theme show is very aligned with cruise ship. You do three to five shows a day, depending on the day. Yep. And then if it's a holiday show, you kind of up the ante. And I mean, we're in the Bible belt and Christmas is, yeah. <laughs> so I think it, I think there were points where like I would do five shows sometimes seven shows. The shows were only 45 minutes, but they were Intense. big That's shows. Yeah. I went in, so I learned how to be in stilts. I had to learn how to uh, twirl a rifle. It was intense. It was hard, yeah. but I made some great friends and yeah, I, I mean, I, I made some money and That's I, great. but like, yeah, it was, it was a rough contract, but <laughs> I got to work with Do- the only, I went in fully knowing eyes open, like, this is going to be tough and I'm leaving during the holidays. I don't really want to be away during the holiday, but you know what? I put my head down. I have a credit with Dolly Parton. And I guess I thought like, Oh, she's workshopping nine to five. Maybe I'll rub shoulders. <laughs> and I get a chance. And it does not happen. <laughs> uh, very good. That's uh, it's, it's great stories. Uh, you guys have lived, you know, such uh, colourful and eventful lives with the careers that you've had. That That's great. Do you think the podcast uh, it was perfect for someone like yourselves who has done – you've done so much and now you're settled back into a, a little bit quieter life, I guess. It's, you know, uh, is this fulfilling some sort of a, a, a hole in your lives or a need I that you say, needed? So I can say for me – it is, um, you know, I was performing and doing everything. And then, you know, as a backup job, I had, uh, hospitality work. I, I have 12 years in hotels and then, you know, it's amazing because performers are human and life goes on and, and you're have other shit too, other than just the next contract and the next show, you know, yeah. we want to have yeah. families. We talked about, we actually yeah. just, ta- it's so funny you're bringing this up because we actually just talked about it and it's like, the dream didn't die and the goals didn't necessarily go away. Uh, go away or stop or change. They just shifted because there was a want for more. Another yeah. chapter has started, whether you want to acknowledge that or not. You know, we both, you know, got married to very, very, very uh, generous, Supportive. kind mm-hmm. and um that's what I'm looking for. They're very easygoing gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're very supportive. Very supportive. 100% supportive. And then, um, I had a, I had a baby, uh, and it kind of shifted. Like I can't be going anywhere for jobs anymore. It's kind of day in one thing. And then we bought a house and it was like roots are made and where do we go from here? And Mm -hmm. I, I still think I'm trying to navigate that Uh, pandemic worked in my favor because I needed a change. Mm -hmm. Uh, I felt like a little bit of a tug of a war, you know, I had taken on a job with a buddy, that I had worked with before, but it was in New York. Well, our house and everything for our kid in New Jersey. So I, I felt like Stretch Armstrong and it wasn't working. So I decided to come home literally two months before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, I was home indefinitely. 
And I, I really, I really honed in on like, what is going to make me happy? Like hospitality does not, it was never my intention to make hospitality like my, like, even though it ironically, like it went neck and neck with what I wanted to do in the arts. And then before I knew it, well, and it served you for those years that you were able to do theater. Right. But now it's like theater changes and, um, in terms of how it can fit into your life. And now with Marlo, I mean, it's just very, Priorities change as you get older too, and yeah. like you said, things yeah. change. You you get you get responsibilities that you have to uh, um, account for, and, and and obviously with Marlo, uh, you know you've got a family, and yeah, your standards change too. I mean, it's like I don't want to go and do a show for a hundred dollars a week where I'm going to kill my body, yeah, and exactly. not my husband, and yeah. have to sleep in a bed that's not mine in a crummy apartment with a bunch of strangers. Uh, that's not worth my time. That's what your twenties are for. I would- Exactly. And we lived that life and we did good. Like, yeah, yeah. We and, did. and yeah, it's like your chapters change. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I totally, I would totally second that. I think that the podcast for me, um, it fills a different kind of a, a spot in my heart where it's kind of more like I get to be myself and I get to express myself in a way that isn't putting on a mask and being someone else. Because, you know, in theater in New York, you're auditioning all the time. I mean, constantly, every day, you're pounding the pavement. You're going from one audition to the next to the next. Okay. And you're just constantly taking turns being the most charming and amazing and authentic version of yourself you possibly can. <laughs> and then switching into character and then switching out and being the most charming and amazing yes. person part of you that you can be. And then you're walking out of the room and you're changing your shoes and you're running down the street to the next one. Oh, God. Um, and, and it's, you know, it can be a, very draining, emotionally speaking. And this yeah. is great because I can be creative. I can use humor, but it's on my terms. And it's something that I want to say. It's not using someone else's words in a way that I want to tell that story. Mm-hmm. It's it's different. I think it was also what came into play in regards to podcasts. I think I finally came to a point in my life, the life that I had made and that I had chose, I had I had that theater career. I transitioned into hospitality without even really knowing it. And then, you know, life sort of happened, married, house, kid, and then pandemic. And I think I came to a crossroads of like, I need to have a job that allows me to be Stretch Armstrong without feeling like Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. And I desperately need that creative in my life. Desperately. That's what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And you know, writing the shows and um, taking class, getting back into classes and really getting strong so that our improvs don't sound like garbage. <laughs> um, you know, writing again and really going in on like sketch and what it takes to make something come off the paper so that we don't look like ass clowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would never, ever want to put Sarah in a position, you know, where she's not comfortable. And I think we both got ironically enough, very comfortable being home. Mm-hmm. And this was an absolute breath of fresh air for yeah, us to I do agree. the podcast with each other and, and to talk great, about stuff that has nothing to do with the outside world. Right. Totally. And what's great about it too, is that I don't feel like it has to be one or the other. I think that there's a spot in our lives for a theater career, as well as doing a podcast, yeah. as well as being a wife and a mother, as well as being a friend. And, you know, it's all just a balancing act in how you want to spend your time. But I think it's totally 
doable. Yeah. Fantastic. That's great. Look, outside of the podcast and obviously Marlo and Echo and your husbands and I, I encourage anyone that listens and goes and listens to a lot of your shows to definitely listen to the show with your husband and the, oh show, and the show with your mums. They were both oh amazing. They were fantastic. They were really, really good. And, and it, you can see how supportive your your spouses are um, from that show. Uh, you guys must have uh, a really fun time together, like the like the two of you, like individually, but also the, uh, the 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 pairs when they get together. The four of you must be have a, a oh laugh God. riot. Nick and Mike, they, when they get together, we're just like, go ahead and make out, out already. Get it, out. <laughs> get it over with. Like they the are bromance. Just, take your <laughs> bromance is palpable. It it's so real. And we they're, support it. They're yeah. such good friends. And That's it's just good. so awesome. Yeah. One more question before we get back into your countdown. What other things do you guys uh, what other interests do you have? Uh, are you cyclists? Uh, you do Pilates, yoga? <laughs> um, wow. What, else, what else do you do? That's a great question. Nobody ever asks us about those things. Um, I really enjoy cooking and baking. Mm-hmm. Um, the dog takes up a lot of our time. Obviously, we like to take her to the beach. Um, we try to get, I mean, we don't have kids yet, so we try to like really give our dog like the most fulfilling life we possibly can. <laughs> yeah, the fur um, baby. <laughs> Um, we visit family a lot. We love, we love to travel. I love to travel and it's just been so hard to be stuck in the house for the last year and a half. So we've been slowly but surely visiting with family that we haven't seen in a long time, visiting with friends that we haven't seen, taking little road trips. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's been awesome to get back into that. Um, what else do I like to do? I, I, I have an on again, off again relationship with exercise. Uh, (laughs) Don't I like <laughs> things about it. Um, once I wasn't doing it, it's great. <laughs> so I like to do Pilates and yoga and then um, even into like kind of like shadow boxing mm-hmm. a little bit lately. I, I thought you were going to hurt me. Or hit um, high intensity. Don't hit me. Training. I'm doing <laughs> that Chris Hemsworth <laughs> app. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. <laughs> great. Uh, it's so fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. Vo- I mean, voiceover takes up a lot of my time. I wor- I'm a workaholic. So like it's like up first thing in the morning, I'm in the booth. At night, I'm, you know, Still on submission pages trying to okay. send my stuff to people. I mean, it's, I mean, being, working for yourself is a very, very, very time-consuming Oh, job. definitely. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, look, I've got some friends that, yeah, that do it themselves. And uh, I think they didn't realize how much work it is when you, you, you're actually your own boss. <laughs> Sometimes right, it's right. a lot more work than... Yeah, just going to a job at nine to five and then coming home and forgetting about it. And then, yeah, they've, they've yeah. worked out that there's, a, you know, all the paperwork and everything else that goes with it apart from actually doing the job. Um, yes. yeah, it's, there's a lot to yeah. it. Yeah, it's a lot. How about you, Pam? What else do you, what are you into? God, I, I love to travel. I, you know, it's so funny. I feel like the social planner for my child. It's, it's come to the point now when my kid wakes up in the morning, she's like, what are we doing? And I was like, I've created a fucking monster. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just relaxing today. Why can't you be happy? Um, I do. I, I, I think I'm one of those moms where like, I just want her to experience everything and I want her to do stuff with me and feel comfortable. And I want her to be independent and smart and funny and brave. And so I feel like, you know, I'll drive to the beach. We'll visit family in Pennsylvania. Uh, my in-laws have a boat. So we're there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. 
but also like my husband and I hospitality for as long as we were in it, um, got that like, Oh my God, we should go there. We should go there. So like, you know, prior to pandemic, we were supposed to go to Iceland with her and then we were going to go, um, end of summer to Portugal. None of that happened. So yeah. Um, I would love to travel like internationally with Marlo and do like London and Paris and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. with like my mom. Um, what else? Um, I have gotten back into dancing. I can't believe I'm even saying that out loud. Wow. I'm in the dance studio near me and. Okay. Oh my God. Why didn't you tell me that? Oh my God. I think I kept it like a secret because I truthfully told it. There's a workout. There's a workout right there. I think it's such a scary thing to try to go back to. It is. Your body loses flexibility. It's like riding a bike, Sarah. I gotta be honest. Being back in that room, it's a little sore, but. It just brings me so much joy. I don't even feel, I don't even think of it as a workout because I'm just, I'm so just into it, you know? Um, and working out because, you have a kid. Your butt (laughs) work against you. That butt won't go away. And grandma's flap under your arms is not just grandma's, it's yours. And I, yeah, working out has become a huge thing for me. I got really, um, kind of down and sick just before pandemic and then in pandemic and I'm finally like feeling better, which is great. And yeah. Pam's and also now an expert on all children's movies that have ever. Oh my God. I love movies. <laughs> and I found love movies. recently where it's like, we'll be talking about something and she's like, Oh, it's just like in Mitchell's in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, is it, is it just like in that movie? Oh, that's yeah. Right. Like the robot over? yeah. I don't think. <laughs> I don't see it seven times, but okay. She's like, oh, it's just like in Moana. Is it though? Mm. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, but even with a, like, I, that is a love I share with my child as yeah. well as just my, I, movies raised me. Oh, I, my same. mother could not afford a babysitter and I went to, I don't know that. Um, <laughs> movies, uh, yeah. What else? You both um, do you read at all? Like I know, Sarah, oh, you're yes. into, you're into, yes. into a lot of, uh, sort of like, you know, self-confessed nerdy stuff, you know. Oh, yes. Uh, um, oh, yes. Uh, I'm, a big, I'm a big reader myself, and I was interested when you guys mentioned that on your show as well, so that sort of stuff. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I love to read. I actually have yeah. gotten on our Audible, and if I can't read, then at least I can play it in the car. Right now I'm reading, like, I finished one of the three books I told you, and then – um, I do love to read. I just, it's so hard to find the time to do it. Yeah. Yep. You're always in the booth, man. You're I'm working constantly always. on the laptop and like, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to let my brain relax and maybe I should just try to get into some more, like again. So uh, when I read, I typically, I'm not like proactive enough to try to do like self-help or like self-improvement or whatever. I'm, I'm all about, or like historical nonfiction or whatever. I'm about escapism, pure and simple. Oh, like I want yeah. Sure, I yep. want some magic. I yep. want some, oh, yeah. you know, like I, I just want to like re- relax. So yeah, maybe I should just try to get into that a little bit more. Yeah. Keep my eyes or off like of a screen audible. for a second. It's but that's it. I mean, I get it. Like when you're tired, you just want to zone out. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Well, and even, and I mean, now even with television watching with, I mean, episodic seasons coming. So it's like when yeah. you watch TV, you watch for a purpose as an yes. actor. You choose what's filming near me. You choose what casting directors do I know. You choose oh. what producers and directors do I like and what, where can I fit, what world can I fit into? I better watch those shows because mm. I only have so many times 
it's time during the day and I have to focus, you know? Yeah. No way. I'm going for like 10 minutes. Look, yeah. And then sometimes I'm just like Great British Bake Off. I can't handle anything else. Like that's just all the time. <laughs> Magnolia TV, they just launched yesterday. I'm super excited uh, about that. Everyone's asleep. Sex life it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I must, I must admit, it is, uh, you know, we have, we had my first boy uh, and then five and a half years later we had the other two and there's only 15 months between the two little ones. So wow. um, I read the whole Harry Potter series on the toilet oh, because yeah. that was yes. the only that was the only place I could get away from my, my kids. <laughs> it's funny though you see those like videos and the memes where like the little fingers are coming under the door. Like, hey, what are you doing in there? And you're like, I just need a minute. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. I used to be a pretty voracious reader, and uh, I I hadn't for ages. And uh, when it was just Nick, my first boy, uh, yeah, that was the only way I could get because he was, you know, my our only child at that time. And and I was very, very, and I still am very, very hands on with you know everything we do in terms of you know I've coached the boys for basketball for fifteen years now, and I did I did all the kinder days. I did all the you know we're all the there's all mums, and it's just me. As well, for you, and you know what? Yes, kids are probably readers now too. Uh, I wish. Yeah. I yeah. wish they might. They will okay. be. I they hope so. Be. I hope so. Look, my yeah. my first boy probably more so, but as we had the two little ones. I guess phones, tablets, and all that sort of stuff became more prolific, and because of that, they they spend a lot of time on those, and we 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 sort of held those back from them for a little while, but. We didn't want them to be socially awkward as well, you know, be pariahs because they'd never find it. a key part of life now. You can't yeah. deprive your kid of something that's going to be a tool for them for the rest of their lives. Well, exactly. And they, they, this is a funny story, but, um, it's not supposed to be about me, but it was just, uh, it's just funny because we banned him from Xbox. Uh, he was playing too much and we banned him from Xbox. So we took away his controller, but, the next time we banned him, we actually left the control in the room. And I just turned uh, off the Wi-Fi, the access to Wi-Fi for his uh, Xbox. Um, he changed his own MAC address so that he could get back on. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, I didn't know whether to. I didn't know whether to actually uh, admonish him or to actually say, "Hey, well done, bud." <laughs> you know, that's that's pretty good. Super impressed. Great work. You still can't play Xbox. Exactly right, and that's what happened. <laughs> and he googled that. He googled that on his phone, and he learned um, how to do it. And uh, so, I guess. They are reading and they're learning, but in a different way. And I guess we just had to be open to that a little bit more. But I still, uh, to this day, say that your grammar, your vocabulary, uh, your uh, comprehension is all better from reading yeah. books. Yeah. And that's what I try to get them to do as much as I can. I'm like you. I, I do a lot of – I'm into a lot of the you know science fantasy, science fiction sort of books. Yeah. So I, I, okay, guys, there's heaps there for you to, to be interested and in, choose from, but, uh, not a great deal of luck so far, but we'll see. Um, yeah. but anyway, anyway, yeah. I, get, I, I got her in the library. Like I like tweak it and be like, Oh, they're doing it. Like the library sent you this. And if you yeah. do it, you do this program and you can get points. And then the first point you hit, you get a gift card. Second point, you get another prize. And so it's literally like a program where like, it makes her read. Oh, that's awesome. So cool. I'm like, okay, we're doing this. This is happening. Yeah. Cool. I also read all day, kind of. Technically, yes. I'm yes. like yes. speaking into a microphone as I'm reading, but it's not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
not. All right, let's get back into your your countdown. Oh, yeah. oh, so yeah. number seven. Oh, number seven or number six? Number, number seven. Ah, uh, sorry, no, you're right. Number six, my fault. Number six, number right? six okay, exactly. Okay, let's do this. Okay, um, I'm gonna go. Uh, again, a little bit, little bit. Don't look uh, at mine. Not normal. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um, the other woman. Okay. You know that movie. Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz and Leslie. Mann wow, and, talk um, about like buddies that should have never been buddies. But it's such a great female buddy. Like, yeah. Movie. Okay. Yes, I and again, right. another one that I haven't seen. Sorry. <laughs> oh my no, god! It's okay. a chick, it's a chick movie, but like men should also watch it. I think. Okay. So Leslie Leslie Mann has a husband, and she kind of has a suspicion that he's cheating. He's totally cheating he's on cheating. her okay. with Cameron Diaz, who's the mit- the mistress. Yeah, but she doesn't know that he's married. She doesn't know. They find out together, and they at the same time they find out that he's also got a girlfriend. Another one, a side a side, side chick. Who's man. like this young like. Yeah, um, this young, like, gorgeous. Oh God, what's her name? I don't know. Kate She's Upton. Here. Yeah. Okay. Kate yep, Upton. Yep, yep. Yeah. And so it's like, they, and then they gorgeous. all like come together to try to ruin his life. Okay. <laughs> Revenge. Well, everything. It's really it's good. Wonderful. You check it out. Okay. No worries. I shall. Sounds like um, one my okay. wife would like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure, she would. Uh, all right. So we're sticking with Lady Power. I'm gonna go Romeo and Michelle. That's great. Oh my god. That's a cool movie. Yeah. Oh Oh my god, it's so good. And I loved Lisa Kudrow in Friends, so I was a big fan anyway. (laughs) She's so good. And it was great to see Mira Servino do something. That was right after I had just seen her in the HBO movie Marilyn and Norma Jean. Oh. Oh wow, it was so great. It was like world's opposite. It was so good. Yeah. It was nice to like, see her like let loose and be completely. That was a fun movie. Yeah, that was a that fun was a movie. Great movie. And they they made it a musical. Oh, you kidding? They made it a musical, what? and it was happening in LA at the top of pan that like just before pandemic, and it was supposed to like fully run. It was in like previews, and then I don't know what happened to it. I pray to God it comes to New York because I would sometimes I would you know, be Jimmy Garoppolo's character. I would smoke a cigarette all the way down the end. <laughs> Before the bell rang, and I flick it right at that cowboy guy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's cool. That. That's a cool. That's a good one. I actually like that's a that's a really good one. I like that one. Okay, all right, number five. Oh man, I know you're gonna take some of mine. We've been so lucky, but I know yeah, you're gonna we. Take I'm some really of mine. surprised. Um, number five, I'm gonna go. Uh, Ted. Wow. Oh, okay. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Ted. Okay. So great. That's Garland. I just love it. And I love oh that he's God. a teddy bear. Yeah. Okay. So quirky. <laughs> All right. Um, that's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, so buddies. good they made a sequel. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'm going to go super bad. Oh, oh, nice. So great. Very there's good. even like a, there's almost, it'll, I, I'm tempted to say there's almost a trifecta, but there's not because McLovin. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, it could yeah. be just. Like yeah. McLovin could be Joe and like oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, or Darren. Woman. Darren could be McLovin. I guess I don't know. The other woman is Joe Kate Upton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should have thought of like three friends. Oh, I love it. Okay, uh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, look, that's that's a, actually a, a favorite in this household. My uh, eldest boy loves Superbad, and 
Oh my oh, god, it's so, so good. good. And we're waiting for my younger two to probably get it. Well, they're one of them. Yeah, they're probably old enough to, I guess, to watch it. Um, uh, yeah. it's it's a fun <laughs> movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so that would make us up to number four. Gonna go four, and then we take a break, right? I yeah. So. Okay. That's okay. it. Okay. Four. My number four is. 21 Jump Street. Wow! Oh, the nice. Oh the remake, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow! Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum, like, that That was some casting magic right wow. there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go... Uh, I'll go Pulp Fiction. Samuel Jackson. Wow! And John Travolta. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Not the Willis in that yeah, I know that he's not part of the buddy. Not part of the buddy. Like, he's so good. It's yeah. not traditionally probably what you call a buddy movie as such, but but the the <laughs> buddy scene. I don't know. It comes no, full circle. They, no, John Travolta and Samuel are buddies. They're buddies for right. sure. They're exactly. Buddies. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I said, but but the you know the on screen dynamic between those two in that movie yeah. was just yeah. fantastic, and it's you know yeah definitely passes yeah. as a as you know, a buddy Bruce- section. Yeah, <laughs> and then Darren Uma Thurman. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so everyone's included. Okay, great. How come I'm getting the needle in the? I just gotta say that Twenty One Jump Street. When you when you picked that one, that's that. I didn't even think of that as a buddy movie. But I I grew up. Obviously, oh um, I'm probably a little bit older than you guys, and I grew up. And I think I mentioned this on one of my other podcasts that Twenty One Jump Street was a staple of my Saturday night, Saturday oh, night wow. viewing. Um, here in in Australia, so we would have a, a show, Hey Hey, it's Saturday, and then tw- that would lead into Twenty One Jump Street, and then oh, later yeah. into Booker. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my god! Wow! And then into like MTV, that. yeah. So um, I loved Twenty One Jump Street, and uh, yeah, so like re- I I love the remakes. I actually think yeah, they're really good, and I hate remakes, but they were really good. That, they did a really good job, and I actually really liked the sequel as well. Oh, the sequel was great. <laughs> really yeah. good. Like, when they go to spring break. break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, Jonah Hill is now the popular one. Like, yeah. it's so great. It's reversal but, of roles. It was, yeah. And that I, yeah. I thought, how would they pull that off? But they did a fantastic job. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. Car chasing. So yeah, great. So good. That's, oh, my God. <laughs> so good. They both take a drug and they're trying to make themselves <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And then they're like just super high. They're trying to act straight. Yeah, that was so funny. Yeah, and, yeah. and I like Channing Tatum when he did that's science, bitch, sort of thing. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. yeah, it was funny. That's a good one. I like that one. Um, so we, we've finished, uh, uh, what are we looking at? Six to four. So let's take another break. Love it. Okay. Hi guys, we're back and I, I do have to say that I'm going to ask you some questions now and we'll get you through your three to one, but I'm really anxious to get to the uh, last part of our show, which uh, <laughs> is going to be a surprise for everybody, but uh, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, again. oh man, okay. Okay. Uh, all right. 
what other, uh, if you listen to podcasts, what other podcasts do you listen to? Oh, yeah. So we listen to my guest list. Podcast. Obviously. Obviously. You lie so gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. We love it. We love your show. Oh, you so actually you just. You have so uh, many interesting people. Yeah. You actually just interviewed mm-hmm. Eclectic Company. Yes. Who's associated with Bad Counsel. Yes. Love them. Yeah, yeah they're funny. Love guys. them. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else? Uh, we listen. We're so lo- we're so loyal. Uh, Super Live Adventure podcast. Yeah, um, John and Chris. Uh, Those diffi- guys are nuts. Difficult women. Marie. Difficult women. Marianne. I P.S. I love rom coms. Oh my god, so good. The Meat Improv. Okay. Oh so yeah, good. Meat Improv is so good. Um, um, Icon or Wycon? Obviously, we just had them on our show, and we did a trade off where they had us on theirs. Okay. Um, yeah. Hilarious show. Shooters got to shoot. Shooters got to shoot. They're coming They're on later this season. I also love. They tell it like it is. I also love um, Smartless, which uh, uh, it's um, oh, Will know. Arnett, Sean Hayes, oh, and wow. um, Jason Bateman. What a and crew. They oh, interview. Okay. It's so great. I found it by accident when they just started. They. Uh, their first interview wow. was with Zach Shepard. How do they have time to do that? Oh, my God. They're oh my so – And they're going on tour. I mean, aye, I don't pitch aye. them, but I love them. Um, oh, that's right. They have people to do other things for them. <laughs> um, of course. That's what it is. I love me, I love me some Why Mommy Drinks. Oh, Betsy my Stover. God. Betsy Stover. Um, so funny. Who else do I love? Um, my, uh, Mike is so into my brother, my brother, and me, yes. obviously. Okay. Yes. And um, their uh, Adventure Zone podcast, which is them playing Dungeons and Dragons with their dad. <laughs> oh. It's also hilarious if you've never heard no, that. No, I'm going to definitely check that out. That sounds good. They're ridiculous. It's three brothers from West Virginia. They are hilarious. Yeah. So unencumbered and uninhibited. And they've been doing it forever, so it's just so natural for them. Um, can, can I ask you one thing? Helpful. Can I ask you one thing? You, you said you're yeah. from Virginia originally? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, what's up with West Virginia being like the heart of paranormal <laughs> land, sort of thing? Like, there's Bigfoot and. I was worried. Was sort of what the heck? Oh well, my god! You're getting into that like mid mount, like the mountain country folk over there, like Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, uh-huh. those kind of people. And I mean, they're. I'm not going to generalize because they're varied and different just as everybody else is. But I think a lot of times, you know, it's smaller towns. Yeah. Okay. Less going on. Okay. Um, a little more, you know, maybe distrusting of large organizations. <laughs> and yep. You get really conservative people over there. And, you know, nothing that not that there's anything super wrong with that. But, you know, sometimes it can make your brain a little... Okay. Believey thing. It's funny that you should ask because we've got a conspiracy theory. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic! I'm definitely going to be listening to that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because I grew up in Western Virginia, okay. and I it was always very important to me that people understood that I was not from West Virginia. You're from because Western growing up Virginia. Next to West Virginia, that was like all the jokes that my dad would tell. He would say, you know, oh Cletus, and uh, he would tell jokes about. <laughs> West Virginia, and you know, I think it's all in jest and love, but yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, no worries. What right. do you listen to? What do you listen to? Um, I listen to uh, I listen to Bad Council, obviously, and um, oh, I, yeah. listen, I listen to your show, uh, obviously, as well, and um, oh, I listen so to easy. Eclectic Company now. But I, I, I probably started back way back in the day. I listened to Radio Lab was the first podcast I ever listened to. 
Okay. Um, and then after Radio Lab, I found, I think it was um, Mysterious Universe, which is an Australian paranormal show. Oh, that's what? cool. Yeah, they're really, really good. And they have a massive following in the States. I think they have a, a bigger following in the States than they do actually in Australia. Um, Fascinating. The, yeah, two yeah. guys um, behind Mysterious Universe are really, really good. They're very professional, and I think it's pretty much their day job now, although one of them is or was a doctor. Um, this wow. is what they, they do for uh, for a living. Um, I listen to uh, I, I listen to a lot of the NPR stuff, actually. Um, but yeah, I, listen- I feel like that's yeah. what I very first started listening to. Like the two shows that I got like a taste of podcasts was back in the day when I didn't even know. Uh, it was NPR. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Yes, and ask oh, me another. <laughs> and I got it with Amy. And I got I got lucky enough to listen. My very first one was with Amy Sedaris. Oh my god, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And then second one, my brother in law got me into, and because he knows how I'm obsessed with Jason Manzukis. Oh my and god. And Paul Shear. It's how did this get made? That show. Oh yes, yeah. I know that one. Best yeah, yeah. podcast yeah. of all time. That like, show is go. so great. Like yeah. it is. Uh, oh my god, I love it! I can't believe it wasn't the first thing I said. We've stalked them twelve times to get them on oh our show. Oh my god, I okay. would love for them to come on the show. Oh, <laughs> uh, me and oh yeah. Oh my god, and I, I would not be mad. I listen to a lot of, um, obviously movie related shows and things like that, but the paranormal stuff I really like. And one I found oh, just so recently. Cool. Yeah. Xander and Stone, uh, guy out of, um, South Africa, but he has a, a British accent and Stone, Whoa. Stone, who's from Arizona, actually, they have amazing voices and you've probably heard them referenced on Bad Council. Uh, Jenna Stone yeah, and, and Xander. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't put that together. Xander and Stone. Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. Wow. They got a really cool show. Yeah, we um, should have picked them up for the par- – oh, my God. Maybe maybe next time. TBD season four. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they would, they would school us too. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I just put two and two together right now when you were saying that. Do you guys listen to any audio dramas? I love audio dramas. Do you listen to anything like that yourselves? Or? Oh, I like wish I'm I did. I feel like no I time. started to get it. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I don't even listen to podcasts as much as I probably should, considering that I do one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just like, like I said, there's only so many hours in the day. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 like I, like I keep it on That's while good. I'm working out or I'll keep it on, you know, when I'm trying to get chores done. Like, yeah. I don't know if this counts. I don't know if this counts, Darren. Like, another podcast I got into without even really knowing, uh, Serial. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like yeah, yeah. That whole drama, and then HBO picked it up and made it a documentary. Yeah. Um, what else? I was listening to one on Wondery, and it was like a, a pool boy, and um, he works for a couple, and it's like a murder mystery. Then the pool, bo- then the pool boy goes missing. I started listening to it. And I kind of got wow. out of it. It's on Wondery. It's something rich, like the rich. Oh man, that's gonna bug me. That that sounded like the um the plot for a lot of movies, but they usually have <laughs> three X's in front of them. So. Really? Oh, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like some quality lifetime. Oh, even the rich. It's called even the rich. Okay. And okay. then Wondery also has in God We Lust, which is uh, also quite whoa riveting. Okay, Those I'll are, I'll check that out. Yeah, Definitely. That is the best. Sexy time podcast fam. I stopped listening. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know that took a weird turn. It did, didn't it? <laughs> All right, guys. Look, I'll ask you one more question before we get in, so we can finish off the countdown. 
if you weren't podcasters and amazing entertainers and uh, raising children, and uh, what would be your ideal job? Oh my God, you're so nice, but wow, that's hard. Um, traveling billionaire. <laughs> That's really popular, that one, too. <laughs> I think I want to say, like, something to do with, like, interior design. Oh, really, I really find that to be a very fun uh, world to kind of delve into. Yeah. I'd say something like that. Okay. Yeah. Pam? Um, I really got fixated with real estate for a while. I went as far as oh. to get my license. Mm. And I wish I could, I love, I really loved it. I learned a lot. I sold my first house at the top of pandemic and then I had to get out. Um, I would love to go back to it, but it's so tricky. The time, like it's flexible, but it's not. I would love to sell houses. I would love to sell houses, but I can't do it. That's a big time commitment. If you want to be successful. I couldn't really juggle the time. It's that whole like working for yourself. I would like to go travel billionaire. You, you could travel billionaire. It is travel billionaire. It is. I, I was going to say you could also always go sell uh, apartments and apartment buildings in New York with Frederick and the boys there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I love wow. that show. I love those shows. I've been watching um, one on Amazon Prime about Australia lately. Actually, okay. I just entire season of luxury real estate. Re- reality TV show that's okay. set in Sydney. That's Whoa, just, that's just coming here now. Actually, we we you've probably seen it before. We have because I've saw, I've seen the adverts for it because my wife and I, when we watch something, it's usually a reality TV show. So sure. um, I watch the real estate ones with her, maybe, but the the, the uh, Housewives of New York and stuff like that. I I generally. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> the world that Sarah won't even touch, Pam and I'm in like so balls in deep. <laughs> Pam, like, lives in Green Oh, I live for it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, it was funny. A, a trivia question came up the other day because my son and I have played trivia against each other a lot. And uh, he said, what, what, what is Andy Cohen's favourite TV show? <laughs> and I said, but which one? I said, is it Housewives of Orange County? Is it New York? Is it Atlanta? <laughs> and he's, he didn't know what I was talking about. Something random. Oh my god! He loves soap operas, and now he's created his own franchise. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. What was the answer? Oh, was that? I I I asked. uh, Well, the answer was the housewives. They didn't actually say housewives of Atlanta. It just said housewives. Yeah. So yeah, that was all it was. And (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Let's get back into your countdown. Let's get into number three. Number three of your buddy movies. If you haven't said one that I have here, you've been great so say, far. Yeah, I'm, I know you have it, and I want to say it, but I won't. I'll let you say it. Just say it. Bridesmaids. Oh, oh wow. Bridesmaids. Okay. Wow, I'm impressed. Now I'm nervous. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, what's yours? Um, I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take it from you, but I think I might take it. Go. Do you have the heat? That was my number one. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to have the same ones. Oh it's okay. <laughs> I oh, man. I should have kept my mouth The heat dry. is so good, you the guys. The heat is so good. Have you seen the heat? No, I haven't. That's why I'm... Uh... Yeah, you haven't. You don't even know it. Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Oh, my God. Amazing. Okay. okay. You got that, really. Oh, but not really. That was your number three? That will... 
um, I just wanted to align with you. I feel like right. when you're saying stuff, like it's got to align. I mean, you could also, we could also say Ghostbusters in that, in that whole like kind of idea, the, the remake. Yeah, now, right, yeah, so the remake. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, the original right. Ghostbusters is I'll take the original, Yeah, I like said, the original. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, I can take it back and you can keep the heat. He can edit it. He edits. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, fine. I'm not gonna put it up. Okay, well. <laughs> Cam has mistakenly labeled the heat as number three, and I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> 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 fine. Okay. Hey, just a quick I question. Thought, yeah. I thought for sure you had it, and I was like, I got stuff here. Okay, number two. What was your? What's your question? The question yeah. was uh, Melissa McCarthy and Jason Bateman. Does that count as a buddy oh. movie? When uh, I de- Identity, identity identity yeah. That's so good, but you know what's hilarious is they also just played opposite each other in that um, Thunder Force movie on Netflix. Oh yeah. Oh, he's like got the crab arms. Oh, oh my no. god. Oh, that's so good. That's good. That's a good one. I oh my god. That was yes. a good one. Okay, no, but I love Jason Bateman and Melissa McCarthy together. They are gold. That was together. yeah. That that was a funny movie. So yeah. Number two. Number two, guys. Um, My number two is, we already know my number one, but my number two is Bad Boys. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Okay. Oh, great. (laughs) Number two as well. I'm not even mad. Yes, I have a character. I am not even mad. I'm not even mad. So iconic, their relationship on screen and just the comedy that they achieve together. Oh, my God. And they're walking away. Usa. Usa. So, so good. Oh my god. Another sequel that I really like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the sequel was and great. You don't know it, but like Will Smith like creeps in with his hotness, just like an independent thing. Oh, that wasn't a surprise to me. I mean, I just elbow and then. That was Martin back when Morris. he was like before he got jacked for Independence Day though. Correct. That was yeah. like he was still a little like he thinner. lives for like a bulletproof vest. I feel yes. like it's an act where it's very it's well. a method choice for him. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I must admit that movie is one of the reasons why I, I sort of, um, like I, I didn't care if I had girls or boys, but I, I sort of thought at least maybe if I had one girl, I could do the Martin Lawrence, Will Smith door meeting. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, when the, the boyfriend comes yeah. around and, uh, I, I, sorry. Reggie. His name is Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> and the wife comes up and she's like, Reggie, baby, you can't listen to that. I'll go back to jail. I don't care. I just got out. Like, oh, it's my God. Okay, waving so the gun around. And <laughs> so great. That's the um, best. So great. Yeah, it's very cool. Okay. No, this is this is two. This is two. That this was that voice. Um, I will go. No, I have like. Honorable mentions that I can substitute. I'm not mad. Oh uh, Lethal Weapon. Oh, oh my good goodness. one. And Mel Gibson. How did I miss that? Oh my god. Yeah. So great. Glover so in great. That, and in the wife is, and, and like they have the whole dinner and she takes everything away. You can't eat that. Oh my <sighs> god. His just like defeat. Yeah. And Joe. <laughs> oh my it's god. So I love it. So oh my god. It's so Stop. perfect. I love it. Uh, that's <laughs> fantastic. Oh my god! Yeah, a couple here. That's so good. No, I had I had some. Gotta go number one. We're the going heat. number one. Okay, so your the number heat. one is the Heat. My number one is Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, Robert is... Downey Jr. God, oh. Val Kilmer, Robert Downey Jr. It goes down as one of my 
like AFI personal 100. Wow. It is an incredible movie. It's got yeah. comedy. It's got drama. It's got action. It's got suspense. It's got forever. Yeah. It covers everything. Speaking of um, Robert Downey Jr., Due Date was one of my honorable mentions. Honorable okay. Mention, yes. Yeah. 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 Hangover here is an honorable mention yeah, as well. Yeah. So yeah. Like oh, movie. yeah. That's a good one. Um, yeah. 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 Bang Bang. So I'm good. sure that we've left many others out. The other guys? Uh, I have. What? The other the guys. The other guys. Oh, my God. Really good. I'm a peacock. I gotta fly. <laughs> 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 Shawshank Redemption. Oh, oh my God, those two. Yeah, like literally, like full circle. Yeah. So good. Oh and, my. And and Pam, sorry, I have to interject. I really do because this is something I wanted to actually bring up too. You do the best, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. Oh my God, you made my year. <laughs> That was, that was Sarah. a curveball that I threw to her, and I was like, this is going to be really good. Oh, and then she nailed it. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, thank you. So good. No worries. No worries. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, that's so nice. Thank you. Uh, Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah. Tommy, Tommy Boy is a good one. Yep. Chris Farley. Oh, my God. Yep. Should we talk about, like, Pitch Perfect in there? Should that go in there? That's like a crew yeah. movie, I think. Yeah. It's hard. Like, maybe. What about neighbors? Mm, they're mm. not really buddies, though. But mm. they become. Mm, okay. like, no. no. They're antagonists. Because James Franco completely goes off and. Well, what about him by himself? Well, what about um, then Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen together? They're buddies. I mean, they're, they're married. married. If you're really going to go that route, then you should just go the night before. Right. right, right. Oh, my gosh. Because there's three of them. So Darren could be. So good. Darren could be. Yeah. Jo- uh, Darren could be the lead. Yes. I would be Seth Rogen. Joseph Gordon Lovett. Yeah. And then you would be that's the football player. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that movie, so. Really good. Oh my God. It's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely absurd and ridiculous. And there's a horrible scene where Seth Rogen pukes in a church. Oh my God. <laughs> He's high on, high on mushrooms. <laughs> oh my God. Seth Rogen. So stupid. Oh, wow. Fantastic. We can. Honorable I didn't do that many because he said 10, and so I did. I mean, 10. I was worried you were going to have one of mine, and you did, and you Pam likes to overprepare. Yeah. Oh, I came. Just she just brings like homework. 60% more than what she's supposed to do. I just have <laughs> the material. <laughs> I just Very okay. good. Well, look. Pre- oh, my God. It's the stall of the century right now. <laughs> we're going in. You're going in. So, Okay, so we've finished your your top ten, uh, well, both your top tens, which is great. So it's the first time actually we've had two top tens on the show as well, which is really good. We're getting to the part of the show where I'd normally just run some quick fire questions at you to, in an attempt to also find out a little bit more about who you are. But we have something a little bit more special today. So I thought I'd like anyone that hasn't listened to your show to experience the Pam and Sarah, to have an experience with Pam and Sarah. And one of the things that they do so well, which is their improv. So I gave them a little... So st- you are 
it's so it's kind. That we do it well. That's, oh, so, that's very kind. You do. Um, so I gave them a scenario and they could have come up with something else, but I thought I'll just throw them this and uh, as the true professionals that they are, they just ran with it. And so Sarah and Pam, I'll hand it over to you. Shall, so do we want to set the scene in terms of uh, what's going yeah. on? You can't, I have to say, you came up with a cracking yeah. scenario. Yeah. Improv 101. You are very good. Oh, thank you, you very much. Thank you. Fantastic. Darren came when, up with an amazing scenario, and that is that Pamela is, my dream. A, is a, living her dream as a realtor, mm-hmm. and she's trying to sell a, a home that used to be a bordello. Correct. Which is hilarious. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> a house of ill repute. I love that. Mm. Okay. okay. So, so we're going to go all- from there, and I'll be playing the, fa- the family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll chime in. Jump in too. I'll chime in for you. Yeah. Well, I heard you. I heard you play a couple on the cruise ship episode, and you did so well being a couple. I thought you could be a couple again. So. <laughs> I love it so much. Kind. You're so okay. generous. Run and thought. Okay. Why don't you be the dad? Oh, be the dad and the realtor. Yeah. Good morning. Thank you so much for meeting me. I'm so glad we went tick for tack on that email going back and forth. Oh my god, I'm glad you made it work. You brought the whole family. Yes, good morning. God bless you. Such a beautiful day that Jesus has blessed us with today. We're so thrilled to be here. Honey, she can't hear you. Speak up. Speak up. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Good morning. We are so thrilled to be here. God has blessed us with such a beautiful day in this house. It's just you. We can't wait to see what Jesus I'm has in store for us so, inside oh, these doors. Thank you. Wow. I'm, I'm sorry I'm, for shouting. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually. Ah, somehow. I forget your name. Well, I am Cindy, and I'm going to show you this house. I'm so grateful. We were able to make this work. Thank you so much. I d- well, good eye, Cindy. My name's Pepper Duck, and I am the daughter of these two. You sweet thing. Hi. We talked about this. Oh, stop. It's fine. It's adorable. Hi, Cindy. Is she in a, is she, okay? She is. She's going through. Rightful. You've got to forget. She's going through a phase. She's not going through a phase. She likes to put on accents. Wait for the gender. Tess coming back on that, she's not mine. But yeah, yeah. Just waiting for the Tess to come back. She's not my kid. Anywho, let's get into this house. Lady, take us in. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, very. Oh, you're okay. You're pushing me. Okay. All right. Here we go. The house that I chose for you based on your questionnaire. You filled out a you filled out a very specific questionnaire. Oh, this place. Here we go. Um. Don't be scared of this door. There's a full security system on the south already. It's crazy. There's a lot of velvet on the mm, It's very, I said in the description, it's very cozy and private. Reminds me of a vampire. Okay. Well, so we are in the vestibule, and uh, if I need you to have an open mind. What you mean you need me to have an open mind? I got an open mind. My eyes are open. Okay. I'm, okay. Um. Ma'am, is your are your eyes open? My are you eyes already? Okay, I need you to open your mind to me. 
Okay, so you're, I just want you to keep an open mind here. Got a good feeling. Yeah. There's a lot of themed rooms inside. You're going to love it. Are you going to love it, little one? Are you? Cheerio. Yeah, I'm going to love it. Thank you very much. Okay, so here we go. So this use, um, this room could be utilized as the office to the left of the vestibule of the house. So you notice in the vestibule of the house, it's very uh, sanctuary mode. It kind of feels like a church. Okay. Velvet. I really like that. It's a good I love that. And I'm sure you got a lot of crucifixes you could put up. It's very nice. Yeah. Add to the collection that's clearly around us, even in the chandelier. Why We're going to go to the left. Upside down. Okay. That's very troubling. It, no, it's so fine. Uh, to the left here, this one could be a, um, an office, even though it's, even though it's circus themed, I just, this is a circus themed, uh, de uh, you know, you could put a desk here. That swing could be the chair, a uh, chair for all ages, really. Well, I, um, I do like the circus thing. Maybe it could be a nice playroom and it's already Oh, yes. Swing. Yeah. Or a playroom. But why does it smell so funny? You know, it is a good scent. And I, I did, I did put a potpourri in here, it but. like sweat and mm. bad decisions. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that is. Uh, what do you mean it smells like that in here? Well, honey, don't you smell? It smells like apples and cinnamon is what it smells like. Okay, if you say so. Did you take your pill yet today? If you say so, sweetheart. Okay, you know what? We're just going to go in the next room. Thank you so much. Okay, yeah, we're going to go. Uh, so this is Oh, open... here we go. Okay. On to the next room. Where's oh. my room? Where are you going to see my room? Um, I mean, I'm... okay, we could go upstairs. Let's let's go head upstairs. Cheerio. Okay. Um, we're going to head on upstairs and don't be scared. Uh, it, it, the banister is a little slippery, but I did the best I could to clean it. It's not a big deal. No, 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 it's pledge. Pledge. It's pledge. Sales pledge. Okay, you're right. Okay. Okay. So this is the first bedroom. Probably, uh, maybe it'll be your room, sweetheart. It'll be your room. Yeah. Oh, blimey, it's gorgeous. Yes, I it's love it. It's very shiny in here. This could be a disco-themed kind of room. Uh, Miley Cyrus said, came in like a wrecking ball. Sort of. This you could hang on tight to this. On and the ceiling and underneath the yeah. bed. This is so weird and I love it. Okay, well, Susie, don't touch anything in here, sweetheart. I don't know if this place is going to work. Oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be great. That contraption yeah. is for all ages as well. Okay. Feels, a bed could go right here. Very and dark energy. Okay. Let me take it. Let me show you to the master. The oh, master okay, is okay. something I think you'll love. Also, very open. Um, so uh, I'd like to consider this maybe like a safari themed kind of. Okay. Yes. There. Um. Uh. The hats and whips um are equipped already in here, oh, so you don't need goodness. to worry about buying. Them. A bed can go here. Um, the mirrors, unfortunately, do not come down. And um, Cindy, I've, I've got yeah. to be honest. I don't know that this. I love this room. This is great. Wow. Oh, I definitely get down in here for sure. Oh my goodness. You better get down in here. You get get on all fours. It'd be like embodying the safari thing. You could be part of it. You can. Talk like that in front I, of our I don't. That's okay. That's so your. Mm, that's your. If you see it, it's yours. I'm so sorry, Cindy. I'm so embarrassed. No, 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 no. Let's go to the spare bedroom. Okay. Spare bedroom Sounds is kind good. of my favorite. If he likes, if my husband likes, then I'm. Okay. 
Okay, I you don't have do to it. throw up. It's okay. Listen, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so this kind of reminds me of like a casino, right? There's fuzzy oh. dice, more velvet, you know. Maybe, maybe Mister could come in in like a nice suit, and yeah, and maybe you could roll the dice and oh gambling. look, it says what to do. Look, gambling is the front door to hell, my dear. It's the most fun I ever had down south. It's the best. I told you we can't ever go back to Biloxi, sweetheart, because you made such a Okay. You know what? It's okay. The kids here. It's okay. Let's go down to the kitchen. The kitchen? You like to cook. You, oh, you yeah, filled out the question. We keep all our snacks. Oh, okay. So let's go down. Here, hold my hand. Wee! Wow! Oh boy! Okay! Swing you around this stairwell and it's fine. Here we go, right into the, right into the kitchen. So this kitchen is, uh, it could be, it's a very open, open concept. Yes, right? I like that. Goes right into the living. Uh, beach mode, um, all of the lotions that were left here are still within their expiration date, so they're oh, yours. That's a nice and, uh, some of them are edible and, um, some of them are not to be used in certain areas of your body, but that's okay. That's oh, okay. It's making my hands feel all warm and I told you not to touch it, but yeah, it's so you know. strange. Hmm. Honey, don't touch it. Oh, that. don't. No, she's taking the whole. Sir, sir, it's not a drink. Sir, you're going to need to stop him. I don't. It's amazing. It tastes like peaches. Oh, boy. Well, this is the last. This is the last open house. The last one we went to that had lotion. It was his downfall, you know, like she eats it and then we gotta go to the emergency room. It's kind of very strange. Baby, kiss me! It's not here. Kiss me, it's good taste tastes like me, Jane. Kiss me! Thank you so much, Cindy. That's our time. Oh, We're I'm so oh, I do, oh, okay. So what do you think of the house? Do you like it? It's got a I'm great vibe. My husband one I love it here. It's like an amusement park. I never want to leave. Me too. We're going to stay here forever, Mommy. Can oh, we oh, see Cindy. Cindy, I mean. Cindy, Cindy, I guess we'll make an offer. Yeah. Are you are you listening to me? I feel like I'm calling myself Cindy. I do. Your name is Cindy. Mommy, Uncle Cindy, and I never told you that. Well, thank you. That's just been wonderful. We're going to go. And not one more. I love that there was a swing in the office, though. That's very sus. Thank you so much. Very sus. You came up with great stuff. You came up with lubricants and lotions. It's great. Damn it. I was hoping a swing would get in there somewhere. And sweat and bad decisions. It smells of sweat and bad decisions. I'm going to use that one. Uh, That's that's very quotable. Thank you so much. This contraption is used for all ages. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Guys, thank- was- thanks for that journey. That was Darren, a fun one. Darren, you should have included a dead body. I just didn't know how to do it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh know. Man. Guys, thank <laughs> you very much for doing that. I know it's uh, it, uh, you do it so well, and you do it on your show, and I, 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 I wanted so, people to experience that. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, that's a good time to say. We're working on it. That, that's great. That's great. Look, guys, th- this has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I was really, after our little false start, I was really hoping that this would eventually get done and I could talk to you guys and 
I could actually get to tell everybody about uh, your fantastic show. So um, at this point, why I'll just say thank you very much for coming on. Uh, I love you both. I think you're fantastic, very talented, and you you sound like fantastic people. Uh, all the best to your families, uh, Marlo and Echo and your husbands and your mum and everything like that. Uh, if you'd like to tell everybody where they can find your show and all your, your, your Instagram, your Twitter and everything like that, uh, that'd be great. Well, Pam's got this monologue down. Oh, my God. Take it away, Pam. <laughs> um, if you want to follow, rate, review, subscribe, we are at Don't Cheese the Animals Podcast on Instagram, DTTA Comedy Pod on Twitter and Facebook, um, our website with our glorious partners, pictures, episodes, and press at www.don'tcheesetheanimals.com. Um, you guys I've, sound so official. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, and yeah, we, listen uh, on and all we of can the, listen all of on any platforms. and all uh, platforms wherever you love to listen: Stitcher, Apple. Um, and we just learned this whole everywhere. new thing, so we use Anchor as our distribution platform, uh, our hosting platform, and they do this really cool thing where you can leave a voice message. Okay. On like, so if you listen to an episode and you want to chime in and you have some funny ideas or anything you want to share it with us, leave us a voicemail and we'd be thrilled to include it in one Slide of our into episodes. our DMs. Yeah. On Anchor or Apple, we're not mad. Fantastic, Love it. that's great. Uh, again, thank you very much for coming on, guys. It's been uh, so much fun, Darren. Darren. Thank so you much so fun. much. Thank you for having us. Not oh my god, I'm we were so excited. And- we were so excited to come on your show. We yeah. love it so much. Yeah. All right, thank you very much, ladies. Have a fantastic day. And I will be listening in, and I'm especially going to be waiting for that conspiracy theory conspiracy oh theory God. show. So, uh, well, it'll drop to first thing tomorrow morning, so you won't have to wait very long. <laughs> no, fantastic! All right, guys, have a great day. Thank you very much again. Thank, Thank you, Darren. Darren. Bye. And that's it. As I said, I promised you a, a funny show, uh, a show where everyone had a good time, and that's exactly what we had. Uh, Pam and Sarah were fantastic, fantastic guests. I, I, they made it very easy for me. They did all the hard work. They did all the heavy lifting. They were, they're naturally just funny people and they're very talented and they made my job really easy. So I just want to thank them again for that. I hope you guys had as much fun as I did. Please give me some feedback on what you thought and please go and give the girls a listen. I, I encourage you to, to go back and listen to some of their earlier shows as well. Their, uh, the show with their, their mums and the show with their, their husbands is, is, they're very funny. So anyway, look, if you want to get in contact with me, you can do so at my guest list pod pretty much everywhere you look. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, my Gmail, they're all at my guest list pod, so it's nice and easy for you. So all Pam and Sarah's links will be in the show notes as well. So have a look there. And uh, that's about it. Uh, next week will be a review show, so stay tuned for that. And as usual, I'll chat at you again next week. <laughs>